Miss Brown and Miss Gillum, Miss Brown and Miss Gillum. Wait a minute, who are you? I'm Miss Brown. And I'm Miss Gilly. There's some silly, they read, they write, they joke, sing, and dance. And when it's time to talk, they never miss a chance. So, come to the carpet, come to the carpet. Don't forget to come to the carpet. Come to the carpet, come to the carpet. Don't forget to come to the carpet. Seriously, y'all, come to the carpet. <laughs> well, that's the bell. I'm Dylan. And I'm Mary Ellen. And it's, it's time, time to go to work. work. Um, Good morning. Wait. Shaking our little girls. Wait, should we do it? In, we're doing it in front of my phone. Oh, like, wait, wait, ladies. wait. One sec. Let me do it in front of the mic. It should be in front of the mic. We're shaking our little girls. <laughs> Good morning, girls. On the way to work. Yeah. On the way to work. Just drinking our shaking espresso. Yeah, you guys. Four shots of espresso. Four shots. Y'all know the order now. Yesterday, I got a pumpkin cream cold brew. <sighs> and no, usually I love them. But yeah. I did it differently. I just did cold brew with pumpkin cream cold foam on top, which is almost $2 extra. Whoa. And, yeah. And how is it today? So good. So good? Do you, okay. Yeah. Do you, Anyways, let me tell everyone. It, yeah. it usually is good, but it was bad and ugh, disgusting uh, Do you think it's, like, hard for them to make the cold foam? How do you make... You Can you batch make the cold foam? It's, it does not consistent. That's all I'm saying. It yeah. is sometimes really thin, sometimes really thick. This is just like turns into a Starbucks review review podcast. Like throughout the yeah, I could see that for us. Eventually, like, our podcast can trans- the will consistency transition. Consistency of the cold foams are different. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to host a re- Starbucks review. Oh my gosh, podcast. it'd be the best. Any movie. review podcast, I think I would like to host because it would just be an Consume. excuse to like, yeah, and and like give my opinion. Oh my gosh, wait, that's, we're doing it wrong. We need to have a review podcast. We review different... We're, should we review schools? Just... Yeah. We'll, we'll stay in education, but we'll become a... Re- our podcast will stay in the education <laughs> conversation, but we just... Review. We go to different schools and review. Reviewed by us. And we're like, that school was not fun. But it'll be like weird <laughs> feedback. We'll be like, hey, at that school, like, we... Like, I'm trying to think of like a really uh, weird... They would not feedback. let me take... Uh, skate for, in the hallway. <laughs> okay, sure. They wouldn't let me like skate in the hallway. Okay, we could at our last school. Yeah. No, but that that was a personal joke. <laughs> but they'd be it'd be like they like wouldn't let me grab an extra breakfast for myself. Yeah. I'd be like they wouldn't let me reviewed. Take- <laughs> <laughs> this school let me eat as much food as I want. <laughs> Good. I could leave during planning time to get snacks. Good. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, how long are you at the school to review it? Oh, one day. One day. That's our job. We go to schools for one day to review. And it's just for a podcast. It literally has no meaning on, like, if the school is a good education. Not, but, like, uh... It's just, like, did Gillum and Brown have fun at the school for a day? Yeah. (gasps) Okay, if you're listening and you think that'd be a good idea, and you are involved with schools, set us up on this. And you let us come to your your school. school And judge you for... No, not you. Your school. Mm -mm. For a day. And I would want to go to a ton of classes. No, that's a rule. If we're going to be there, you have to go to, you have to get representation every from. Every grade. Oh, every I'm gonna single grade. I'm going to say every grade. grade. Okay. Because every single grade you have to go in. Yeah. It, it, but that's so hard. Every grade, specials? every specials. Yeah, you, you have to, though, if you want to. No. That's our <laughs> podcast. One day judgments. 
And that sounds fair. Oh, I love this for us. I I'm so that. sorry for you guys. Come to the carpet listeners. It was fun while it lasted, but sometimes, we're transitioning to... Yeah, and I was going to say, sometimes, too, you come to the carpet and you have conversations... Oh, my gosh. We're bringing up the carpet right now, really, because I'm uh, so getting frustrated about no. the carpet. Yeah, we still don't have carpets. Inflation is still happening. It's still happening. And, and, and it's supply and demand. And it's manifesting only to, for in our in this situation right now. Well, where you we ever, don't have like, I'm sorry, sometimes I watch the news, sometimes... And most times, I list, I get my, I get what I need. Okay, okay. Sorry. I get Don't what I need. Don't come at us. Don't come at me. And um, it talks about like inflation and supply and demand and economics and all that stuff. And a lot of the times, I'll be like, that doesn't affect me. And then you're like, I don't have a rug And I'm like, wait, no, I am who CNN 10 is talking about. <laughs> I am affected by inflation, which also okay. the rugs have nothing to do with inflation. No, that's just our running joke. Yeah, it but nothing to do up. with inflation. It's getting to the point where now my students are taking it out on me. Are <laughs> yes. they for you? Because for me, they'll be like, well, seriously, get a rug then. Because I'm like, y'all, why aren't we on the carpet? And they're like, well, why don't you have a rug? And then yesterday, one of my kids was like, I'm going to buy one. And I'm like, please, please, please don't do that. Don't go home and say Miss Brown needs a rug. (laughs) I don't need that. It is so funny. Like, yeah, because like saying come to the carpet, you can say it in so many different capacities and ways like we've talked about before. Like it can mean so much. And so when you're frustrated saying come to the carpet and there isn't one. Like, do y'all really understand that image? Like, there's no carpet in our class. Picture us frustrated, right? No one's listening. It's one of those moments. So rare. (laughs) So rare. And it's like, uh, it's me, Miss Brown. And by no one, it's just like, I don't mean that. It's just like a chaotic moment. Yeah. And here I am, Miss Brown stressed. And I'm like, guys, seriously, come to the carpet. Come on. And it's like, there is no carpet. I look truly like, that's that's a concerning picture. Like, picture. I'm gaslighting kids into thinking yeah, that there's, there's a carpet. carpet there. Like, it does feel a little gaslighty sometimes because they'll be like, where? And I'm like, you're not on the, the carpet. The carpet. I've said that. Yeah, I'm like, well, why? That. No, I say that. I'm like, why aren't you on you the, the carpet? carpet? And then they're like looking at me like, I'm literally here. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're not on the carpet. I'm on the carpet. <laughs> it is so, like, there's not a carpet. So that's kind of where we're <laughs> with the carpet. Yeah, which. Like, I think got us last... We've been talking about this, because, surprise, we talk outside of the podcast. Often. Often. And (laughs) I always think it's so funny to think about podcasters, like, they don't talk outside of it. I never picture Matt and Bowen talking outside of their podcast. I can't I can't, but I'm like, they do, I'm like, they do, of course. They're best friends. But I love... but But I do love sometimes on podcasts where it's like, are you guys authentically catching up on this podcast? That's how I feel sometimes, and it's like... There's no way you really are, right? No, but they can't. I, but some people might. They can't. If they don't talk Maybe, about yeah. Them. We do, though. We do. And we were talking about our carpet sitch, short for situation, and it got us thinking about space in the classroom, which yeah. is kind of like what I think... But that is how we got here. Yeah. like That's interesting. We were talking about how space is in the classroom and what space looks like, and I guess a little background on us and maybe we got into this a little bit it's so hard to remember what i've said I've that's so getting anything do we need to start writing it down because i'm like am i just repeating myself tell us tell us tell if us, we're repeating ourselves students i might always i've never students will always tell you if you repeat yeah yourself. they come back they come with honest feedback you guys can do the same okay yeah, yeah. full permission give us feedback. honest feedback we know we joked yeah It'd still be nice that though. was a, that was a joke like but don't be mean me. with your feedback 
be constructive. Constructive. Which I've also been told I can't take that, but that's okay. <laughs> from, my, from my parents. My parents. Yeah, when I was younger. If we're talking about who gave me that feedback, it, it is my, my parents. parents. And it's like, does anybody take constructive feedback well from their parents? Reach Maybe out. Anybody they... here take constructive feedback from their parents well? Reach out. Or are you just internalizing it and like... Is that also not taking it well? Yeah. If you're just like really okay. pushing it down and being like, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, 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 I'll take it. I don't know. Let's talk about this. Yeah, we'll t- not this episode. Not this we're e- talking about space. space. And not the space in the sky. No. Space in the classroom. Oh, but a little background history on us. If it, We've already given this. Fast forward, but you don't mm-hmm. know when to stop, and I'm not telling you. Um, don't fast forward. We, well, the school we first started at, old school building. Like very, tra- not like old school, old school but, but like traditional. It was, um, well, actually not really traditional because it was open classroom concept. So the, so for kinder first, second, the, it was literally one big room and With, then half wall partition or yeah, partitions dividing walls. the classes. And so when you were having your class, there were four classes around you also existing. Yeah. Which... It was a lot. It was a lot. I never had to teach. Well, yeah, I did. I, I always felt like it was one of those things that everyone was always like, this is horrible. And it's kind of like, I don't know. It is what it is. And like, and it's always, always it, they always, I just think like kids are, are going to adapt to what situation they're in. And it was fine. But yeah. anyways, then we trans, then that building, but, but the building itself was traditional as yes. in it was old. Yes. Old, like built in the 70s yeah like furniture that's like you know what you think classic desk like wooden top metal put inside like what i sat in in the 90s yes exactly then we transitioned that building got torn down because she was so gross but it was i mean it was a whole thing it wasn't just like we transitioned no you know the bond was passed and it was a whole awesome thing where there was a lot of advocating for a new building because yeah. it was un healthy and safe to be in there yeah so it wasn't just because it was old it was not um safe anymore yeah so there was an entire process of rebuilding a school modernized like state-of-the-art building yeah and it was a really awesome experience because we got to be through the whole process be part of it like the principal would the the school um included teachers a lot in the process of of building the school and, and navigating, like, what spaces would be and and the importance of, like, what spaces were called and what was in the spaces and, and like... You know what's interesting? I'm having this memory. I remember, and shout out, principal, love you, but I do remember thinking, like, when she would talk about it before we would start, like, this process, I'd be like, oh, yeah, this is so dumb. Like, space isn't going to... Do anything like and oh, in my head, I was yeah. just like, ah, okay, yeah, it. we'll sit. Not this is so dumb, but just like, okay, we'll sit through this meeting. But like, what? Kind of like really lacking being able to see the benefit, or not even benefit, but like just how much it influences, it influences learning and everything. Yes. I just could not grasp that, and so for no. a lot, a long time throughout the process, until like. I don't know, a certain point, I was really, like, just kind of along for the ride. And I was like, yeah. all right, well, this is cool. It'll look really pretty. But I was like, wow, we're being really specific about the types of chairs we're and buying. And how many of each chair there are. But like, thank God, because that was for a really specific like, reason. Like, there isn't 
so yeah, it, it was all such specific Does that reason. make sense, what I'm saying? Yes. Like, at the beginning, yeah. I just couldn't see it. Yeah, it's like I couldn't... And I think, too, space is such a conceptual thing. You almost have to be in it to understand the effects of it. Like, yeah. it's so hard to see. And she would. She would go and, and go to different spaces. Yeah. And go into, like, the furniture, um, like... Where they would have a ton of furniture to test out. Yeah, like all I could think of is the word depot, but I don't know if that's what it was. It was like that. It was something like that. So then we got to like go into this new building. Building, and I don't even know how to describe it. It's like there's there wasn't the same in the classroom. I did not have twenty of the same of anything. No, I had five different tables. No table was the same. Maybe like three desks, and all they were were like. they, would, they could go up, desk, down, go up and down, podium, like, five desks, and they were whiteboard desks. Everything was whiteboard. Every space you could write on, every wall you could write on, every cabinet you could write on. So, first of all, just in that sense, think of how much paper you're eliminating. You're eliminating. Without even really thinking or talking about it. Because it's just like, I need to give an example, Done. I'm going to put it on the board. Whereas I before, can't... maybe you're going to grab a piece of paper. Yes. You know? Yeah, and, like... um all the furniture is movable bookshelves anything to organize it's movable and you don't have to buy anything for your class almost you couldn't you couldn't buy anything because it's not that it was uniform but there was a set intention and purpose for each different type of chair and and how it would benefit kids in their learning. Yeah. Every single part of it was thought through that And way. so, like, going into that space, I remember, like, back to January 2020. That's when we went. Moved when into we the moved building. back into, when we moved into the building, we only had it for, like, two or three months. Um, Until then. Kids really were just testing out the furniture. But I guess I could go so deep into yeah, that. Yeah, and like, they really were, and it was, it's, it, but it's so cool, like, Furniture was different in the sense of like, okay, there were some chairs where you would sit facing forward and your like legs would sit around the chair a completely different way than you're thinking. Like your back wasn't against a chair, essentially. No. That was one way to sit. One way to sit was on something called an oodle that like was stacked Stacked. discs. Yeah, that were like rounded at the bottom at the very bottom was rounded, so kind of teetered back and forth. I just can't even explain how incredible every single piece of furniture was at that that space. space. Okay, so that was just the furniture. Additionally, (laughs) there were also um, separate, like, different types of rooms built in the school. So so both of our rooms were connected to each other with a movable whiteboard wall. Amazing. So, like, we would pull small groups together, and they would be at that wall, able to write on it, and then go transition to the other classroom. Yeah. Like, just walk through. It just was unreal. So, yeah. Okay, so then we we had a classroom that was also connected by something called a small group room, Mm. which is funny because that's what (laughs) they were intended to be called, small group rooms. And then, like like we said, three months later was the pandemic where we had Zoom school. And a lot of our, like, small group meetings would be in breakout rooms (laughs) on Zoom, right? Like, you'd be like, all right, meet me in the breakout Breakout room. room. Go to breakout room five. Breakout room five, I'll be right there. So then, when we transitioned back from Zoom and back to in-person and we were in the building again, uh, the the vocabulary just completely shifted to calling those small group rooms breakout rooms. It it was the best. Like, kids would be like, I need to go to a real-life breakout room. Yeah, they'd be like... And you'd be like, what? 
Yeah, I, I wonder if they still do that. Um, no. So that was funny. But yeah, so it was small group rooms where it was glass so you could see your classroom still. Or you yeah, could see oh, those yeah. Kids. So they would be in there doing work. I couldn't hear them because the, the acoustics were blocked. Yeah. But I could see that they were okay. They could call if they needed help. And they could be in a separate space doing a completely different task. And, and it's like that in itself. Just this idea, that room. I this idea that as teachers, I may not have full control over what they're saying yeah. and, under, and hear it in a space. Whoa. Huge. Huge. But, okay, and this is the part where, this is where it comes back, and I mean, there's so many more things, but this is where I think to myself, how could you not realize how important space is, where I'm like, okay, so yes, kids were in breakout rooms away from teachers a lot, or they were on learning stairs, which we had at our school, which was so cool. huge, like, it was like a centerpiece of the building when you walked in, yeah. essentially. These huge stairs where kids were just there, laying there, like, learning, doing tasks. Working. Like working, reading. Putting on plays. Putting on plays. I, they use learning stairs for so many different things. but yeah. And a lot of things can be happening at once on them. Yeah. Anyway, and they're visible from a lot of different spaces, and they're kind of connected to the library. Yes. So there's that, like, adult... The library kind of had no walls. The library had no walls. Ugh. So, anyways... There are kids doing academic learning in so many different areas away from their teacher. Yeah. And so genuinely, I believe that allows them to take risks, to make mistakes, to actually like really mess up a bunch of times, to get off task and then redirect themselves. You know how themselves. many times I had to have conversations that were like, oh, so you went to the learning stairs and you did nothing? Right. Okay. Well, that's Let's gonna it out. suck because it's doing yes! your work done. And so then now that's, that's a, a logical consequence and a conversation. Right. Okay. What can we do? Yeah. Next time, that's gonna make you be able to meet this goal. And like so many times, and then so many times, I'd be like, that kid. Two days later, will come up to me and be like, I want to go to the learning stairs, and I would just look at them and be like, I'm just reflecting back on the last situation that happened on the learning stairs, and like. Nine out of ten times, I want to say ten out of ten, the kid would be like, "I shouldn't, go. I shouldn't go." You're right. So it's like that—that uh, that level of learning about yourself as a learner, as a person who works hard, as a person who can like get off task and then redirect and get back and engage socially without adults there all the time, but it not be at recess. Like those are all things that directly affect learning outcomes. And you know what I'm thinking about? That are just from space. Just from space. Also, if you, in a traditional school, the only spaces where you learn are classrooms. In that school, learning was literally everywhere. everywhere. So you've now... Literally everywhere. everywhere. Outside, there were classroom spaces to learn. Everywhere. So you don't have this, like, restriction of space. But... And where it was so intentional, like, do. there were whiteboards placed outside for you to access. In this is an ad for this, like, <laughs> architecture program yeah, that, is. like, built this school. It is an ad. I'll send them the podcast and tell them they should use it as their ad. But <laughs> it was a great architecture. It was a great process. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, like, there was... There was uh, 10 I, out of 10 recommend it. 10 out of 10 recommend. There was a lady that was, like, specifically going to get her PhD in how, like, space affects learning in public That's schools. That's who we should get on our podcast. We should. I don't remember her name, but I'm going to figure this out. I know someone who would. Woo, 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 woo. Um, Ooh, that would be so cool. 
So it's interesting because we've now transitioned to a uh, back to a, like a different campus where the building is a traditional building, and it's been really interesting to see how space does affect le- learning because it does because it does, and then trying to use what we've taken from being in a modernized space and bringing it to a traditional space and seeing how we can do how that. it works because like it does like last night we were just talking about it so much in terms of okay if if right now I could have this type of chair if right now I could have this type of table in my room or right (laughs) now I could move things around like this like I don't think y'all understand we're getting so stuck in our space is what's happening yes and and it's so easy to get stuck in a space when nothing is movable. Right. Like nothing is It becomes stagnant. The kids get really comfortable in there. They like Yeah. They kinda like form their nest in their area. And then it it sets up this like structure of this is my space. This is my space. And then the teacher has this is my My space. space. Whereas in the built in our in the modernized space, teachers did not have their own space. It was not they were not intended to at least. Like, there was a no, tiny teacher desk without really storage space, but just, like, here's a space for yeah, you to sit. But, like, my students sat at that seat a lot as well. Well, and the quote-unquote teacher desk was a rolly desk that, with the intent of, oh, I'm moving around. There's no front of the room. Where, no. Whereas, and so that also lends to not having, like, a super power dynamic hierarchy i think that also space lended to that like there's no front of the room there's no teacher area this is like our space we're building it together where yeah you know that that's different whoa y'all so we got into space we did get into space <laughs> in the morning um we're now gonna go into school in our and um go and work and yeah, and then we'll report back at the end of the day how our day was. We'll share our rose and thorns, thorns, Avi. Get some more into space. And I guess, too, like how lines affect space. But also, we could do a full episode on lines. Like, we wanted to. We're going to get into we'll, it. We'll get it. We'll get into lines. Don't, you'll get us in the end. You will get Seriously, into don't it. worry. And anytime you want to get into lines, I'll get into them. Talk to me about it. Call me, text me, email me. It, write, it, write me on DM me about me a, lines. Send me a letter, private message me for my address. I will not post that. Bird carrier pigeon. Anything. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. We're back. We're back. <laughs> Did you miss us? Did you miss us? We've been gone. We've been gone now. It might sound confusing because this this morning's audio was pre our our podcast break. Yeah. So we recorded this morning's audio, intending fully to record the afternoon like normal. And then I, if I'm re- remembering, it the was day, Karma Thursday. I think. It was Karma Thursday. So we haven't. So told, glad you brought that up. Yeah, we haven't told you guys about <laughs> Karma Thursday. Thursday is. So I had a student who one day last year just out like everything bad was happening that day, right? Like when it rains, it pours. And then they just go, well, it's Thursday. Everything bad happens on a Thursday. And I just go. Yeah, so she told me that, well, it's Thursday. Everything bad happens on Thursdays. And I was like, what? And then proceeds to list out. 
everything bad. Everything bad that's happened in our class that year, and it they always were on Thursdays. <laughs> it was just the weirdest thing. And so then she made the name Karma Thursday and would leave like karmic messages up on the on floor. Wednesday afternoons. Yes. It'd or sometimes like, Yes, Wednesday afternoons kind of prepping you for what kind of karma was gonna happen because there'd be like friendship karma, karma bad karma bad karma there's like chaotic karma. karma yeah and then she would like assign everybody their type of karma i want i was assigned a karma i didn't like though i'm gonna be honest i think mine was the chaotic one. chaotic karma i think you were chaotic <laughs> karma i think i was um tall karma either tall karma or like drama karma or something like dramatic oh, no karma. it was she assigned karmas to our class Oh, and your chaos karma. Yeah, and, and I was, was dramatic. Yours karma. was dramatic oh karma, and oh like, my gosh. so it just turned into this thing, and it's like, man, it's Thursday. Yeah, and so sometimes like, we'll have karma Thursdays, and the day that we did not record was, was a, a karma, karma Thursday. Thursday. It's like, should we just? I mean, it's Thursday right now, and we're recording, but it's like, should we just? We can't plan we can't to record plan on Thursdays, right? True. So, so that was about. Was it a week, week ago? A week and ago I know this, or two weeks? Sorry, coming back to Thursdays. I didn't want to leave yet. Dill loves Thursdays. I feel like in in the past they've been taken for me though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's really hard. And I sad. used to love Thursdays. Like, I need to. I'm changing my identity day by day, letting go of Thursdays. And what are you grabbing onto? I don't. I'm not ready to answer that yet. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna answer it, and I'm just like, I don't want y'all coming at me if I change my mind. So give me time. Give time. So anyway, that day was a Karma Thursday, so we didn't record, and we were like, we'll record tomorrow, and then we never did. Then it was ACL. Shout out. Shout out ACL. And then a week passed, and it's just been really hard and hard, y'all. Hard. And so we had, well, I won't take a roll with us. It's vulnerability hour right now. Well, okay. I will, no, speak for me. And I am sharing that I'm having a hard time with, like, I was having a hard time to get myself to record because I was like, I'm not loving this right now. Yeah. Like, work is hard. Connection sign, everybody. Work (laughs) is hard. Draining. Um, Um, and... Consuming? Consuming, and it just felt like, what will I say on a podcast about how much I love this? Like, what am I supposed to say if I'm feeling like this? And so, I'm now kind of at a place where I'm like, I'm just going to be honest. Right now, thank you for saying it. I was about to, like, thank you for your vulnerability. Yeah. I, I think that's the only thing you can do because it's like, it felt weird it was like one of us would be like, we should record. And it's like, yeah, sure. sure. But, but now it's like, I want to talk about this. I want to connect with other teachers, really. I there's Is, is there like, uh, sorry to interrupt. No, I was thinking of the go. Brene, there's like this Brene Brown kind of, I don't even want to say quote or like anecdote that I, Dill shared with the student last year. And I was like, that's so powerful to share with the kid. But it was like, shame can only, it, shame cannot exist when empathy is shared and like I think vulnerability kind of lends to empathy like when someone is when you share something and be vulnerable and you're vulnerable then the shame goes goes away away. because people connect with you and really need it with empathy yeah I feel that too or like I felt that yeah that's normal yeah so yeah I love thinking about that that's interesting but 
it's it's so hard because well there's this like there's this other podcast of teachers who it's who it's called teacher quit, quit talk. talk um obsessed with you i love shout out teacher <laughs> quit talk and we want them on the podcast please um but be so cool. i feel like they kind of inspired me to be like yeah i don't i can like just be honest about that sometimes like i really think that there are huge problems with this job yes and, and just this system this the system. job and like it's it's also grappling with like how do you exist in a system or space that you're trying to fix or like change yeah. and you can't well not to bring up hamilton at this time i don't mean to bring up hamilton at 333 on a thursday i don't mean to expose my 333 you know angel numbers. numbers someone tell me what 333 <laughs> means because i need to know and i could google it or people could just tell me i'm revealing myself right now as a hamilton, hamilton head <laughs> hamilton head okay that's me but it's the quote where it's like um if there's a fire i'm trying to douse you can't put it in out from the side wait wait, wait. If there's a fire trying to douse, you can't put it out from inside of the house. I'm in the cabinet. I am complicit. If Washington isn't going to listen to discipline, this is this kid is out. Oh, that was impressive. Okay. So, yeah, Hamilton stands. Don't come at me if I missed a lyric. Okay, seriously, vulnerability time. And I just put myself out there singing Hamilton lyrics. <laughs> that was the vulnerability you were. Talking That's what I was talking about. about. I was setting it up for that moment. But all I'm saying is, I connect. I've been thinking about that quote of like. Can you, and I know people say like the best place to do, to change the system is from in it. Like I, I, I hear that aspect and totally, and maybe that's true, but I also find it a really impossible and not realistic. Not realistic. And also like a weight of it. Cause it's on top of already what you're expected to do. So it's not like you get to replace what you're expected to do with how you want to change the system. Right. You, you have, still to, have do to do the, the thing. thing and then also else, do the stuff. And then do the stuff on top of it. That's interesting. Yeah. And like, I've, that's become harder for me. I used to be able to do that easier. Do yeah. The yeah. Because I was just like, that's what we have to do. Come like. But compliance. Yeah, <laughs> complicit. And I like. That's getting harder for me. And whoa, going farther back, never had this idea before. It's COVID changed me in that way. Mm-hmm. I think. I Ooh. think definitely Ooh. before Un- COVID. Unpack that. Unpacking in that. that way. I think before COVID, I guess vulnerability hour, in my life in general and within teaching people pleasing and mm. and com- and being compliant were maybe the forefront of my mind and i think when covid happened it took away those external things right like it's so hard. i was alone in my apartment well not alone i my sister was there and <laughs> but, my dog but, but my thoughts i guess i'm thinking yeah. like and it's like my sphere of people i'm not like going and hanging out with anybody in person i don't know it's really interesting and like the People, yeah, the people pleasing aspect of my personality, I think, like, existed the most at work for a long time. Like, that's where it came out yeah. a lot. Yeah. And so I think and it feels so natural because I, I already was so, there as a kid. Yeah. And so I was, I think, like, so focused on people pleasing that and like doing what people were asking me to do that it wasn't hard to just do it. 
And now that I don't have, like, I not don't have, but have less of the people-pleasing, like, yeah. need, I'm more like, but I don't, why this? Yeah, I'm more questioning things uh-huh. in a way that I, I think that questioning, that's the feedback I got from ages 0 to 10, was that I asked too many questions. So then I think I I stopped. always give that as a compliment. That's I always say you're, you're so curious. That to Such me that's a good compliment. That to me that that is like the first thing I think of with a lot of kids. I'm like it's so cool how curious you are because you're going to learn so many things from having that right? that break, like that and mindset. And thank God there's someone like you saying that because I got like it that's the feedback I got and so if we're not pushing kids to question things, like I stopped for a while and then I think yeah, COVID just, everything kind of stopped working. So then everything I thought that was going to work stopped working. So then you start questioning things. Yeah. And I think you like, you should question things. That's my belief, right? Yeah. Like, it's like that quote, like well-behaved women who right. never like made history or whatever. Or, or like, I had a shirt that what, said that. Okay. Yeah, what did you have a question authority? I mean, it's the, it's just like the, you got to question things. Like I, I feel like I, I do believe that. Yeah. But, like, the school system does not. No. And so, it. I struggle with guiding kids to, like, critically think and question things and ask questions because it doesn't set them up for success within the school system. No. And so then I'm like, well, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? Is yeah. that helpful to them or not? Or hurtful, or yeah. Or hurtful. And so I'd rather just, like inspire people to question right things outside of the system if it's not helpful for them in it side note you said hurtful and helpful life hack if someone says something mean to you just go hurtful or helpful hurtful or helpful <laughs> if someone insults me i look at them and i'm like hurtful or helpful <laughs> but i will say that's like the number one problem solving strategy strategy i use with kids because i think it's so easy to grasp onto it yeah like, when you're questioning, should I do this or should I do that? It's like, is it hurtful or is helpful. it helpful? Um, usually hurtful. Hurtful. Uh, usually the second. I never know when people say former or latter what they mean. Is that bad Former? No. Because now you're putting me on the spot and I'm like, I'm going to commit to this. <laughs> but then we should fact check. Yeah. Former is the first because it was before. So like formerly, before <laughs> I said Sorry. the... Before I said the latter, that's what I think. Though. I think yeah, because I was like, "Will you I'll take, check me? I'll take the latter. I'll, I'll take the latter. It's the second. It's I the mean, second. That's for sure, right? Um, I'm betting a million dollars. Oh on my god! Was it right? Uh, yep. The latter would only be used to refer to the second of two things or people, which have already been mentioned. So it can only be in couples, right? Or yeah. Latter, it can't be trust. No. So. That's because I was a grammar teacher, so I got it right. I got it right. Uh, ask me right. about my opinions on grammar. Yeah. Seriously, ask her. She's got some. I've got some. And that's why sometimes we realize <laughs> that we don't align with the school yeah. system. Yeah. And wait, you said something so profound before I said I don't know. I, I know people are going to be sitting here being like, that was not profound. I don't, that <laughs> I is really not thought it was. true. Um, but again, working on not people pleasing. So it's like, okay, then you I don't think- have to think it's profound. <laughs> I think it's true. So anyway, y'all, we're just kind of there right now. Anybody else? Raise your hand if you're there too. Yeah. I'm imagining 
everyone raising their hands. So this is interesting. I said to someone yesterday when I was complaining about having a hard time. Sorry, it's kind of like I'm doing the TikTok trend um, where it's like, uh, oh yeah. Um, one thing about me is yesterday <laughs> I was talking to someone about how I wasn't happy at, you know, whatever. Yes. So I won't keep going, but that's what I felt like. Anyways, people are screaming that you're not still going. I know. I feel like my listeners right now are like, I Come wish on. you kept going. Yeah. Please. Nah. Okay. <laughs> so I was talking to someone yesterday kind of about these similar vibes of like, yeah. oh, man, I'm having a hard time. And then... Someone go. The person's response was like, "Does anyone like their job?" Yes. They were like, "Does anyone like work?" And I'm curious, listeners' answer on that because I'm like, "Yeah, like yeah." What that people people like their job? Yes, 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 yes. I think yes. I think there are people who like their job. Because I used to be one that liked yeah, love, like, like, and I don't mean job, like place of work. I mean like the thing of teaching. That's like what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Just so my listeners are clear, I just mean like the act of being a teacher, not working at a specific place. Yeah, that is what's getting me down right now is being a teacher, and and it wait something that the shout out we did earlier, the teacher quit talk that they talked about is like this feeling of like. Everyone kind of feels this way, so it's almost like you're screaming into this, like, void of people also screaming back at you. Yeah, and they're because, like, well, who likes their job? We all hate it. And then it's And I'm like, like, wait, no, the goal should be not to. Yeah. So yeah. Kind of, so I'm kind of just curious, like, reach out if you do love your job yeah. and what it feels like. How long have you been there? How do you know? <laughs> How do you know when you love your no, job? No, but I did used to... Like, and it's so hard because there are aspects of, that I love. Like, I love hanging out with the kids. Yeah. Like, like period. Like, period. Kids have, like, just the coolest people. Kids are just the coolest people and, like, have such cool perspectives on things. And I also think it makes me look back at that time of, of my life of what I was thinking back then and how I was perceiving things. I, and I just think it's such a cool lens of, like, the generation coming up and what the world is gonna be the direction it's going and like there's so much honesty in conversations with kids that I it's so amazing and like I emulate in my life I'm like wait this kid just like spilled their soul to me and was so vulnerable about everything like I can do that yeah you know and I and like I they ask questions that make me think about things in ways that my friends never could because that's not their lens yeah they're not and so like and I, and I, and there are so many amazing things about being with them. And I think that that's been the joy always. Always. And I'm trying to remember if the joy was ever in other, the other parts. Things. Yeah. Or if that was just, I, I don't, or I don't know. There's so many parts to it. I know. And like, I do think that things have gotten worse in the school system. Well, since COVID, we, we, it's like three years ago in, in this time of 2020. So two years ago, I always had a year in COVID in my brain. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, yeah. We were like, school is going to be so hard when we come back. From like, COVID? Yeah. Like, we knew that. We knew that because I think when anything has like 
as much as we don't like think about it every day constantly like that was kind of a life altering experience we all went through and it changed things and when things change so drastically I think people then want to kind of swing right back to what it was before because it that feels like it will be comfortable and you were like well I didn't the life wasn't like this this and this and you'd be comfortable and so COVID in those two years kids like the school system completely changed right and kids are adaptable and they adapted to it but then now it wants to like go back and kids are like different people what yeah they're different people like completely I'm sorry like try being Try being seven and realizing that, like, adults don't have all the answers. The world is ending. You can't go outside. And I'm not saying that doesn't discredit. Sorry, I'm, like, probably yelling, talking loud. But (laughs) it doesn't discredit that it was hard for me either as an adult. I just think we developmentally, like... Well, adults have a voice, though, and they get to say if they want things to go back to normal or not. And they get to have a voice at their place of work. Yeah, kids don't. And we're just, like... But... Sorry, I'm going to be even more selfish. I wasn't even talking about the kids in this point. I'm more like for teachers. Like, I think that we're at a place in the education system where oh. I'm like, what's going to happen? happen. Because, yeah. like, I don't really get it, actually. Like, I don't get the divide. I don't get the animosity between, like, teachers and the district and admin and yeah. the, the school or everything. It's like I don't understand against each other. why it's all against each other, not on the same team. But like, for some reason, it's not like that's clear. It's just like go on Twitter, and yeah. I'm like, it's so wild to me that there is such a teacher shortage, and it sounds like people recognize that, but there is zero change being made in about response that, to, to it. it. So I'm like, well, clearly we, there are not, a, we do not. There's a miscommunication. the same because, yeah, like we don't see eye to eye and I just don't know what it is on and what, I, 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 I'm yes. lost to it. Yes. And I think that's so interesting and like, I don't know, I saw a TikTok that talked about how at some, at one point, like, there just won't be enough teachers to continue doing, running the school system in the way that it runs, and it will be rooms of kids on, on computers. computers. Like, and that doesn't seem that far off. No, not at all. Like, I think very soon, and and people are going to think that's what kids want because think that's what kids want because they're like they've been on technology this whole time whatever but it's it's not now I'm like they have access to so much information we just have to teach them how to take it all in like the 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 access they have to stuff is like it it, they can learn actually anything they want it's I mean it's infinite like you can literally look up anything like which is actually really scary it's really scary and like how are we teach? We don't know how to take in all that information. So how do we teach that to kids? It's actually really interesting to think about because they can teach themselves <laughs> physics online if they wanted. Like, Literally. Why does that class is why is why will there need to be a teacher? Like, yeah, that job will be cut at some point. Like teaching will just not be a job. Like it will go away as a career, right? I mean, I kind of robots think so. are gonna take and then. 
robots. I mean, y'all. That's where we got to today. We got I don't to know. <laughs> I'm just like, kind of like, what is life? What is life? And it's like teacher burnout is a thing. Yeah, it is. And maybe that's where, yeah, gosh, teacher burnout is a thing. And I used to be like, psh, 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 relax. Relax. So much work. It's not like about that. No. It's not like I have a million hours of work at home. That's like not it. No. I actually have really strong boundaries. I don't work after 3.30 really. Yeah, really. Unless I have like a meeting. But yeah. I just, I don't know. Interesting, interesting. We got there. We got there. <laughs> and, and I love every single one of my students. I will say that. So oh. I just want that to be out there. And yes. Because that's obvious in my mind. Obvious. I'm like really goes. talking right now to fellow teachers that might also be struggling and just want to yes. connect. Yes. That's really my prime audience for this episode. Exactly. It, 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 it's never about the kids. It's about the system and the job. And I Which feel like so other teachers will relate to that because it's not like I don't see this online all the time and then it's like wow nuts that there's a job that just like everyone's complaining about all, all the, time. Of the time and then like you and it's also nuts that there's a career where it's like yeah these whole two months horrible <laughs> what? I don't know maybe that exists in other jobs and I'm just naive to it but yeah I mean it does I don't know but the, I don't work those jobs so I know it doesn't like matter to me right now it's just like why did two months have to be bad you mean like the beginning of the year yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I'm just tired tired but anyways we are my rose of the week I know what to say should we do rose and thorn rose rose thorn Ouch. <laughs> okay. My rose is probably the same as yours. Oh. Do you want to just double up? Yeah. All right. Obviously ACL. ACL. And, and we will brag. Yes. Duh. Got like fourth row for the chicks. Yeah. That's my number one rose is the chicks. And, Duh. and even since then, like listening to them on repeat all day, every day has been my continual rose. Continual it's all we listen to. Well, we listen to the clean... Taylor Swift, um, if you listen. New one coming out. <laughs> no, no, week. I was saying to Taylor Swift. Oh. If you listen, Taylor listener, Swift. Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Swift. listening. It's not con- we can't confirm because I can't see the list of names of people that have listened. So it she could, could be her. I thought someone was listening in California and New York. One of those places she probably lives. Okay. And it could be her. Okay. Uh, Thorn, I think we share. <laughs> we share. Yeah, I don't. Don't make me share another, another thorn. thorn. I don't think you want more <laughs> negativity on this episode. You don't need another thorn for me. I'm sorry to bring negativity to your ears, but at the same time, I'm not. But, and I'm like, can we reframe it as like, on? it was honest. Right, I'm not I, being negative. I'm really being honest. Why is it negative to be honest? Right? We can unpack that later. What, title of the episode, why is it negative to, to be, be honest? honest? Yes. I love that. Interesting. <laughs> Why is it negative to be, be honest? honest. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we might be working hard. I don't know. All right. Bye, y'all. Love y'all. See you safe next week. We're tired. Bye. Bye.